WBT Production presents Horse Ruba, Episode 3 The Forgotten Ones, Part 2. He was one of many, called the Forgotten Ones, those who dwelled within the dark forest. Like others of his kind, he had no name, or perhaps they did once. Before they were judged unworthy to dwell within the halls of Hosh Rubut, and before the wizards had cast them out forevermore. He was perhaps one of the lucky ones. He shared a near-perfect likeness within humans, the one exception being his body type. He was extremely thin, on the verge of emaciation. But this was a minor issue, as all it took for him to blend in was an extra set of clothing. Those he came in contact with thought it odd, to be sure, but as he kept to himself, practically living the life of a nomad, this was of little concern. Your offer is most generous. The Forgotten One's gaze met with that of Abu Talib, leader of the Sakr clan. He had been tasked to by his master to offer a most unusual alliance between the Forgotten Ones and the Sakr clan. It had been a long journey from the dark forest, but he could see that such things meant little to Abu Talib. His only interest lay in the offer. But one must ask why, what such thing mean for you? Mutual survival. The Forgotten One hung his head, the fatigue nearly overwhelming. He knows that one day we will face possible extinction by human hands. He does not begrudge this, as it is a fact of life. But he is also pragmatic. And so, by benefiting you now, you will return the favor in the future. Abu Talib stepped up to him, each other's gaze locked together. I should consider this. In the meantime, you will be our guest. He turned, moved away. The Forgotten One had been escorted to a small tent, then ushered inside. His limbs groaned as he sat for the first time in many a day. He took a moment to wipe the sweat from his face. How could humans live here? But, of course, what was their alternative? He recalled the reason behind his mission. He closed his eyes, readying himself for contact with his leader. But there was nothing, 
The leader had severed the connection. The Forgotten One tried once more. Still, there was nothing. He began to panic. Had he been left here now that his task was completed? No. But worse than that was the lack of connection would now leave him open to the other voices. He could feel them as they began to tug upon his psyche. Master! Master! Tasruka! Sosruko turned in his bed, his eyes narrowed with sleep. <coughs> he coughed. Sosruko! His brother's voice reverberated inside his skull. Sosruko rolled his eyes as he pulled himself out of bed. He made his way to a nearby clay pitcher. <coughs> really, brother? If you feel the need to keep in constant contact, we, we both would have been better off with me inside Hashruba. King Batras the Wise ignored Sosruko's irreverence. Do you hate me so much you wish to destroy all of Hashruba? What is Hashruba to me? Why should I care? You can see I'm still in this damned force, so perhaps you can let me go back to sleep. My dreams are my final refuge from you, brother. He poured water into his hand and drank. The walls, they are compromised. His brother's voice went silent with his head. Compromised? Speak plainly. At least give me that courtesy. Sosruko had tried many a time to expel his brother's telepathic connection. But with each attempt, there was his brother to make sure this did not happen. One of the forest dwellers appeared within Hashruba. We found... Ridiculous. Even if its walls were compromised, as you say, one of those things would have had to journey an obscene distance to even reach the city. They are not known for their durability. Sosruko poured himself another serving of water. You did not answer my question. No. Uh, my hatred is saved for you alone. Besides, as the exiled ruler of Hashruba, it serves no purpose to destroy my own kingdom. This is not why I came to you. <laughs> it, it is exactly why you came to me, and why you continue to do so. 
You want me kept in my place. <laughs> you ask me if I hate you enough to destroy our home. I ask you the same. She is the rightful heir. She is a child. She lacks the proper knowledge for such a task. And of course, there are other issues to consider. In times past, the memories of actions taken. She will be ready when the time comes. And as for anything else, that is past, as you say. Sosruko grasped the pitcher and smashed it against the wall. Do not pretend. And then he was gone. Sosruko felt the king's presence slip from his mind. Even now, his brother was his ruler. Even far beyond Hashruba's wall. Sosruko closed his eyes, allowed his mind to drift beyond the realm of consciousness. There, he thought, now I can continue my task uninterrupted. Master! Another voice inside his head. Ah, yes. His ambassador to Abu Talib. Sosruko snapped. What is it? I feel he doesn't trust me. You will trust what you have to say, especially as you are cloaked in my image. But what should I... Quiet. Do not contact me again until you are done. Let them fall, he thought. Once his task was completed, any connection he held with his brother or his former home would be severed for all time. raises his head. Someplace dark. Bookshelves. The sound of water. He reaches for a shelf. A serpent. It constricts. It's made of water. The man, old but young. He moves closer. At the door, the woman, only a glance, but young, beautiful. Then a silent whisper. Cast jolted awake. He pitched himself forward, compelled forward by the lingering moments of his dream. Jess! Jess! A woman rose from his side, grabbing onto him and keeping him in place. It took a moment before he realized who she was. His mother, Minu, 
At first, he struggled. But as the final moments of his dream had gone, he allowed her to pull him back down onto the bed. He looked up at her. Mother. He was surprised by the sound of his voice. It was little more than a cracked whisper. His hand went to his throat. Minu took a cup of water. Handed it to him. He drank all of it in one swallow. Minu smiled, her happiness tinged with sadness. You've come back. We were so worried. But you've come back. Where... Where am I? Minu seemed taken aback by this. The camp, of course. Camp? A look of concern replaced this happiness in her face. The Arab camp. Oh, Cass. Has something... But he could not hear the rest as the haze returned, spreading over him once more. He attempted to fight it off, but he was far too feeble. He then succumbed allowing it to wash over him. There was some comfort in this as he knew she would return to him. The girl who lived in his dreams. For the first time in a long while, Luca felt exhaustion. He had pushed himself hard, searching day and night for the answer to Hashruba's problem. At first, he felt relief upon finding the deterioration's origin point. Oddly enough, it was invisible, revealed only through magic. It appeared only slight upon his initial examination, but do not the greatest things begin only small? The most curious aspect came from his making physical contact. It was hot, as if just beyond it burned a raging fire. He began to consult his various texts and scrolls for a solution. This was where the frustration had set in. He found nothing, not even a hint. If one were to rely on his investigation alone, the problem that lay before him would have been impossible. In all of her history, there was not a single record of a failure the magic used to maintain Hashubra's walls. And so, he took to meditation. Perhaps as his ethereal form drifted through the universe, he may come upon anything, even a speck, that might lead to an answer. That was three days ago, but he would not surrender. No matter the stress upon his body and soul, he would find a solution or die. All of Hoshruba depended on him.
The figure stood, his hands holding the sun-streaked parchment. He unrolled it and glanced over its surface. A message of only a few words, and cryptic. If only the Master were here, Dak thought, as he read aloud the words. You who are tasked to read what is writ, know that you will see this to its end. The edge of night will pierce the shield of light. Lies will give way to reveal what is forever right. In a silent wood, a fiery voice will whisper, Words once thought lost, now forever alight? On the next episode... Cass saw the green grass where he and his sister had played as children, drenched in the blood of Huron's people. He was among those chosen to strip the corpses of weapons, jewels, all things precious. Anything that might aid Abu Talib in further conquest. He woke. In one hand, he held his dagger. In the other, he clutched the robe of one of Abu Talib's men. Zeba bent beside him. Luca lay upon his bed. He tapped into the dream world. He saw Huran. He saw Cass, age four, as he played at his mother's feet. He was a very imaginative child, curious about his environment. Luca continued to watch the child a few moments longer. Years passed before him. Now the boy was with his father. They were not in Huran. Rather, they lingered at the edge of a forest. The father knelt beside his son. The boy held in his hands a bow. Cass would be taught to hunt. An intense pain tore at Luca. His mind battered. He lay still upon the floor. Why did he have such a strong connection to this boy? The boy was no doubt connected to the prophecy. So you're number three, are you? Let's see how you fare against your kid. General Kopala of the Hosrubian army, this forgotten one, slapped his strong hand over Kopala's face. I... I'm a Hosrubian warrior. And I am your Drake. The thing you and your kind hate most of all. This has been Hoshuba, Episode 3, The Forgotten Ones, Part 2, created by WBT Productions. Written by Brent Beebe. Produced by Farouk Shah Khan. Directed by Elio Rep Hernandez. Sound mixer and sound editor, Elio Rep Hernandez. Sound recordist, Jensen Young. Sound mixer, post sound, and sound editor for credits, Sophie Huang. Narrated by Darren Johnson. Voiceover artists, Nabil Awad as Abu Talib. Jonathan Lacosto as The Forgotten Ones, Steve Gray as Sosruko, Robin Shield as King Batraz, Manaz Fashandi as Minu, Nima Yazdani 
as Cass, Bruce Kaplan as Luca, Jonathan Lacosto as Doc. Credits voice by Steve Gray. Stay tuned for Hoshruba Episode 4, Mind Building and Vadisa's Future. <laughs>